What about somebody that zaps their own pants off? Like to impress somebody. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going uh, oh. Uh, I've had enough. Yeah, for those of you listening, you know that's a good idea. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. The price at the pump. Come on. The supply chain issues. Don't get me started. That should be the game, our game show. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, what a great idea for a game show. How much are you willing to pay? And then how long can you complain about how much you paid? That's the like that's the whole That's day. the balance. I like that. I like that. So let let's start. Uh, uh welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Hans. So price of gas. Reg, reg, how much are you willing to pay? (laughs) No, I love it because now we're getting into that dystopian Mad Maxian. In Ohio right now, the price of gas is like 3.30-ish. Yeah. We're going to hard 3.30. Like school's over. Send the kids home. Yeah. That's my full tank. At least we got the Fiat. The Fiat got good gas mileage. You got a good, you got a good. Um, what was it? How much are you willing to pay, and and how much? Oh, how long are how you willing would to I complain? Be willing to pay for gas? Where do you I stop? Like five bucks is a lot, right? Five bucks, I think, is a lot. I don't know. See, here's the comparison, right? But so, people in California pay like five twenty five because of all the taxes, yeah, for roads and all that tacked on. So that to me seems like an insane amount of money. I don't know. People pay eighteen dollars for a pack of nails, pack of coffin sure. nails. Just fucking sucking them down. Um, I I was gonna. So it's weird. Everybody's like the price of gas compared to last year is a uh, three hundred. It's I like really yeah, don't pay attention. but last year it was the middle of a pandemic and the price of the no, barrel of oil went negative for the first time yeah. in the history of commodities. So you can't compare that. But now I look on Facebook and it's like, welcome to Jimmy Carter's America. It's like, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what that, I don't quite get what that means. I don't like I paying for- what we're paying for the old gasolina, but. I forgot to bring it up last episode, but Ash and I had watched, it's on Hulu. Yeah. There's the chef, David Chang. Yeah. Yeah. Who owns Momofuku. Uh, And he's got a fantastic Hulu show about – it's basically like future forward. It's leaning forward. He's talking about food and like where your food comes from Mm -hmm. and like where we started and why things are what they are and like what we can do to fix them. So it's like about meat and like farmland and just like – Sustainability. Being able to preserve what we have. And they did an episode, and it's just called – it's just breakfast. It's all about breakfast. Love it. And I was like, holy shit. This is the most JP thing in the world because they lay it out. They, he has a guy on there. Like he's a, an amazing chef, but then he has also smarter people come on, and they're like, look at your classic breakfast commercial. Right. And then they're also like, look at trading places. What do you guys know about commodities? And they're like, look at a classic breakfast. A classic breakfast has orange juice, uh-huh. bacon, milk, 
and then cereal, which is the grain. Those are all fucking futures. It's all fucking orange juice futures. That's it's a... been in front of our eyes the whole time. <laughs> That's Monty. so true. Since the 50s. And they, they, they it was the five-pronged thing. And I was like, holy shit. That is exactly what it is. It's eggs, cereal, milk, pork orange juice so that's literally like, not your balance and they're like they're not even asking you like you're a dietitian what's the most balanced breakfast because they do clips where tom brady talks about like what he has for breakfast and he makes like a chai seed shake right with all this stuff in it and then they do this awesome pivot which is cracked ash and i up because basically what we do because we're like feral hobos yeah we do last night's dinner for breakfast, and then we just put a fried egg on top of oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. So if we make lasagna or jambalaya or beef stew, we just use what we had last night, put an egg on it, call it breakfast. I love it. Um, so we were like, here we thought we were the kings of the world. And they show it, and Danny Trejo is going out, hanging out with, and this is how they end the episode, hanging out with David Chang. And he's like, what's your breakfast? And they go to a diner. And he's like, yeah, man, I just get straight nachos. Fucking drop an egg on it. I was like, boom. It's the Van Nice. Put an egg on it. Wow. No, that whole part about it's all the futures. And I went, oh, it was right there. So Orange Juice Futures wasn't just some comedian in no, a room going, not, Orange Juice Futures. It's a real commodity. It's a legitimate because com- right, exactly. everyone drinks orange juice in the morning. It's such, right, so standard. They made it a thing that you could trade on it. You put value on it. Whatever right. it is, wax, wane. Like, that's why the whole crux of the thing is, like, they get the futures because they're getting the frost report. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so it's, amazing. it's whether to spend big or, or, or ease back. back on futures. And I went, it was my breakfast the whole time. <laughs> that's amazing. It's one of my favorite movies, and now it's just like dropping knowledge bombs on you. So you're gonna invest, do some grain, some amaranth. Oh, I mean, it's it, we got a cold. It's been cold here, so I'm going short. Oh, I'm going right. short on orange. What do they grow in Ohio? Uh, indifference. <laughs> right. Uh, what was I gonna? No, say? we oh. have like there's a lot like outside of the cities. Ohio looks just like South Dakota. That's what I was thinking, yeah. It's just all that farmland, it's all soybeans. Post processed yeah. corn for corn. To make fucking shoes and shit. Ugh. Uh we had um it's called just egg. It's a plant based egg product mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. from multiple things, dyed with turmeric, turmeric or whatever. To make it look eggish, and I think it's primarily chickpea protein. Come in a little jug. Comes in a jug. Like a little, like... Comes in a jug. Yeah, yeah. And it it tastes great. Uh, but you make it, and it couldn't resemble the gruel from the Matrix more. <laughs> Put on toast, piece of again, piece yeah. of processed. The processed food in my life is, mm-hmm. it's taken too much of an uptick i will say that for sure no meat in it but uh, no, just like but you said it, it, with at, the the pea protein at some point you're like maybe i should just yeah oh 100 percent. if if you're getting 
plant-based gruel, it's as good or as, as bad as animal-based gruel. Yeah. If, if it's coming from the A spigot or the B spigot, but it's coming from the same shithole. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's for your body, but I also think... And I know the two, I can't, I can't, I shouldn't speak from a place of the knowledge I have, because I don't have any. But I think those processed foods, while I do think they undercut the damage that industrial farming does, Mm -hmm. I'll say industrial livestock raising, because those processed foods come from a pretty serious level of industrial farming as well. So mm-hmm. it's sure. all it's all around the board, pretty damaging. Can we just grow some headless chickens in a lab, please? From right. beak, <laughs> from pieces of beak genes, and I mean, we already got warehouse space, feather remnants. We already got warehouse space. Come on, just fill that dino DNA with some toad, and let's have some brontosaurus burgers already. Oh, and I will say that is what the cool part about that Hulu documentary is, is they get into like, um, because we've been doing that a lot as well, is just doing more meatless, more like just trying to be more aware of what we're eating. Yeah. So they get to the, they go to the Beyond Meat factory, Mm -hmm. which doesn't give it any little sexy sizzle, but it is literally a fucking laboratory. Sure. And they're like the red part like they scientifically break it down and but that beyond me when you cook it the red part yeah it's iron and they're like that's what you're looking for when you eat meat is your your body needs that iron so sure. they're like we found a like a fill a beet filament mm-hmm. that has that iron and they like suck it out from all these little like little scraggly that just immediately of course i always go dystopian so i'm just like these poor little beet filaments are like no no (laughs) right just their essence getting sucked out like uh we're making fake blood dark crystal we need blood and they were like yeah that's that's our magic sauce in the thing and like that's why it works like that's why it cooks the way it should cook which was fascinating right i was also like a bunch of fucking nerds ruining everything for everyone. That's, you know, that's what I guess that's probably why it satiates the way it does too then, right? That iron. Because they're just like trying to like break it down into the the reason you eat it because you need X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Like that's what we need if we're going to live in Star Trek The Next Generation. We need the <laughs> little machine that prints out our food. Right. It needs to print out what we need. That's why we like it. And other than our sort of attachments to it. Well, there, but there is something also scientific with the, like the actual charring of meat that makes you Mm -hmm. attracted and hunger for it. Like that's why when you sous vide like a steak, it literally gets it to the exact internal perfect perfect, temperature, but you like, they can put that in front of you. It's going to be the perfect piece of meat. But you will not crave it in the same way unless they put it like on a pan, unless they sear it for literally like mm-hmm. 30 seconds. So you get like the smell of mm-hmm. s- smoke or whatever, flesh, whatever. So there's something to that part too. Of it is that like obviously the taste, but knowing that it could, could have been fucked up, do you think that's part of it? Is like you're getting, when you get a good meal, yeah, you know 
the person on the other side of that plate fucking just nailed fucking it. Fucking strong, like through the the eye of the the needle. Yeah. Like this is awesome. Holy shit! I'm eating someone's like excellent, like their skill. Sure. So if you were to get like a sous vide, like, and they get into that, like machines making pizzas and machines making things, and it's all like crap. Like that's the dystopian part about the conversation was like, yeah, you can make a fucking, there's a reason chicken fingers are super popular and you can make a plant-based chicken finger that looks and tastes just like a fucking chicken leg finger right a wings with and they're like is that where we're going because it was the conversation was just like you go snowpiercer is and if you've seen the movie snowpiercer the whole thing is like they have the bug jelly i haven't seen it like that's it's based on a french comic book it's it's a really good it's an interesting movie but basically the premise of snowpiercer is the world collapses climate collapse it's snow everywhere so the surviving humans instead of living like in a building like a monolithic like skyscraper they live on a train okay that's just constantly moving on this track across europe and asia and that's because they're just avoiding the climate right so the back of the train is literally the pores and the front is the rich why the front Gotta so walk the, less, the I guess. Yeah. Do all the fucking grunt work and just live and you know fucking mop the johns. And then, but their food Always. is it's so palatable. Uh, is the, they they're fed fed this like protein jelly, which of I have to give it to the production. It's like orange jello with fake bugs in it, mm. and it's the grossest looking awesome shit in the world. So I you love just have it. a bunch of people like forking and knifing it you know it's like the mickey mouse you know like the when he cuts the bean oh really perfect comes down like that like they're just like saving this gross uh, jelly block being very delicate and nice and uh, sharing it and you see like bug legs in it mm, that's disgusting so it's like that it's fantastic bit but i hate that i whatever reason i haven't seen that movie and i always just that pictured being cut i <laughs> i just i always pictured snowpiercer i don't know why i was just always like that's some guy with his pants down below his butt cheeks with his dick in a in a ice fishing hole <laughs> i know that's not the movie but ever for some I mean, reason the, that image the direct video one. yeah yeah that's girls gone piercing um snow snow spicer I just, when you were saying that front and the back situation with the pores, I just had a million dollar get uh, Mark Cuban on the phone. Give you can eliminate the backs. You can eliminate all backs by putting a door on each side. Eugenics? Put a door on each side. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just like, jump out. Jump into the snowy oblivion. No, you, you go... If you go in the back, you're in the front. You go in the back door, you're technically going through the front door because it's your back. Yeah. You go in the front door, in the front. You're going through the front door. You're technically in the front. So there's no delineation between the two. It's very string theory, but <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I'm li- you load a plane? Two doors. Of course, yeah. 
You know what that well, does? You gotta escape both sides, yeah. That's politics, though, because then what do you hear? What about the middle? Taking care what of the pores, taking care oh, of the no. rich. What are we they doing in the, the middle? middle? And we all just sit in a in a chamber that looks like an airplane, and we don't get to go anywhere. It just should be one of those circles that you should just fly where you all get in a circle, and then the bottom drops out, and you're just spinning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's not called a Dutch oven, but I rode that ride at a, a theme park, and I was like. This seems like it could be exciting. I went, no, 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 no we're no, just thanks. spinning. The floor goes down. Uh, and then you're just sick for two hours. Yeah, it is really. I, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I went to a, an amusement park with uh, Ruby and, and Meg uh, over the summer. Uh, it's action parky. Um, it's called Fun Town. And I went on, uh, what's the classic? Like Tilt-A-Whirl. And yeah. that was it. Like, I don't have it anymore. That was it. I was sick the rest of the day. Tried to go on another ride, like the roulette or something. And not like a, ha ha, I'm dizzy. Like, I'm right at that cusp of vomiting. Like, daddy's got to sit down. It's right. It you, hits you right Oh, now. yeah. And, you know, so I don't know if that's just, I don't I don't know where that was coming from. It was, it was very strange. I never got sick on a ride like that before. Like, from nothing. You know what I mean? I wasn't rocking caramel corn all mm-hmm. day. Didn't right. have one oh, yeah. too many Coke Zeros. Crushing them dues. Drinking full, water. Full dog dues. Speaking We're of. We're going full dog dues. Uh, I, I thought you had somewhere to go with that, but I just want to, I got to pin the do. No, I was going to say because I'm a dope and I hit play, but the SD card wasn't in all the way. Mm. So I'm going to say welcome to Jerk Practice Podcast again on full do case. I'm double do H. Uh, I got your I got your now audio. We're going, from the now we're going big. We're so going. I, if, if, so if audio covered, may have switched, but it doesn't matter. Can, I may sound a little groggy because I'm from the other side, man. Mate, wait, start again. Cut that huh? inside baseball shit out. Start again. Welcome to Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Case. I'm Hans. Uh, what I wanted. How to... sick have you gotten on a on a ride at at the fair? Or Valley Fair, That was as or... sick as I've ever felt. I've been frightened on rides, but like the dragon's breath or whatever at Valley Fair, like that's terrifying to me, at least the first time I went on it, which for those of you listening, it's like a 200 foot, like it's an absurdly large, you know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what every Excalibur. year. Excalibur. Every year, some dirtbag theme park is like, we got the tallest. Oh, no, you're right. What is that? Wild thing. Wild, Wild thing. thing. Uh, and it's terrifying, uh, but I, I was just frightened. I never got sick. So this was the only time I've ever gotten sick, sick was, and it was a tilt-a-whirl. Yeah. So Spin, spinners. What wasn't chewing Same. tobacco. The, we were describing what it was and it was like, you go, we were in like, not Cleveland. We were in like Kansas city. Mm-hmm. We were going for like a, a, a swim meet for my brothers. Yeah. And we were also there and we're like, oh, let's check out this, you know, like knockoff fucking amusement park. Of course. And it, it had a thing called the Orient Express, mm-hmm. which Always. was a great roller coaster, but just shaking. shook your brain like it was a cocktail shaker. <laughs> was it wooden? Like there's a nice gin martini between <laughs> oh, your fucking God, eyes. I know it. And you're just like, you get off and you're like, okay, wow, rickety, loud, <laughs> shakes you. And I was like, okay, let's do another ride. And we did a ride, and it looked like a little Dutch house. Okay. 
And I was like, oh, this could be cool. I don't know what it is. And we went on, and it was just that thing where they're like, cool, oh. stand here. Thought maybe it would be a light show. Maybe that shows how big of a dope I am, because I'm like, when's the ride going to start, guys? Like, I'm the guy that dies first in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of ride is this, guys? We're just in a big circle? And we're all standing. Oh, no, we're spinning. We're spinning and spinning and spinning. And then, the, like you said, the floor drops out. And I got off. And it's, like, the sickest. Uh, just like the spins. One of the sickest. Thing. Like, you're just, you can't. You're, ugh. At least when it's you're It's like you've been drinking tiki drinks yeah. for two days. You had a good time leading up. There's a ride at this fun town place I was telling you about. I wish... Uh, uh, Meg was in here to tell me, but it's been there since 1972. You go in, you might know this ride. Mm-hmm. You go in from the outside. It looks like the most industrial shitty warehouse ever. You go in and it's pitch black except for, um, you know, the, the, uh, carnies leading you with flashlights yeah. and they lead yeah. you into basically like tilt a whirl seats. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> And you get in. Dust it off for you. Get the napkin out. You get in. Sir. Right? They leave you. They load you up. And then it's like, wee, wee, are you ready? <laughs> and then, boosh, spotlights hit. And then the same song is played every year, which means if you're running that ride and it's a person right in the center, it's one of those mm-hmm. rides, if I can describe it, where you go out, it, like you're on a, you're in a cart on a mm-hmm. long arm. And it takes yeah. you out and pulls you in and spins you. And it plays like uh, uh electric light orchestra. What is that song? But it's the oh, same. shit. The ELO song. Yes. Shit. But the person that's running the ride is in the center of everybody riding in like a booth, yeah. in a DJ booth. And it's pitch black except for like neon green like flashes and strobe lights and stuff. And it just yeah. lasts that song. So it's like a three minute ride. Mm-hmm. But the person running it hears the same song and gets hit with the same strobe. I think of that every time because <laughs> I've done it twice and we've been there like four times. And I'm at the point where I'm like, no, 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 no. I know what that is. So I can't comprehend. You know the job you work at with like Muzak and stuff like where you're like sure. or Trailer yeah. Park where you have to play the same cassette. And you're just like, I think this is. This yeah. is what hell is, like that life on repeat. So for somebody sure. in there, like that that that's probably it's, against the OSHA or something. It's it's like uh Noriega type 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 situation. No, exactly. Like that's what they play for the Guantanamo mm-hmm. detainees. Oh, it's insane. It's like you just get to hear the same ten seconds of a song over and over and then lights and That's you're like tough. my brain can never i don't think, think you recover thought. right yeah you got to go to iraq like to maybe relax. i should go somewhere else path you get light in your eyes <laughs> okay wait wait where am i okay i need to re-get my legs under me where am i going path uh what hit me baby one more time path oh god I guess that's where they put the stoner boners. I don't know. Even that is like, that's Ted Kaczynski level. No, like, do you have a cement enough head? (laughs) Yes. Where you can just, like, power through that? Because I've worked with people who could just 
like I've like given Shut me it over, like holy fuck like can you take this anymore and they're like huh <laughs> no nah, I'm good man that's the best job I've ever had <laughs> like how is that possible <laughs> yeah that's how hard is this man possible, that's dude. fucking hard um no but it is Kaczynski esque like MK Ultra yeah it's like that gag in the Simpsons where they try and brainwash him. And it doesn't work because he's too simple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get, oh, man. Or they have to have a changeover every 10 minutes or something. But they don't, they're not looking out for. Because yeah, you think, like, not. somebody outside, at least, you know, it's they don't give. They look at their phone when you're going up the frog hopper mm. or something. Like, in there. Like, you don't even have the light. You can't even look at your phone. Because somebody say, hey, hey, the ambiance. Come on, buddy. I mean, I can tell you inside baseball because. There was that one summer, the whole summer, and uh-huh. I love that. It's me pitching my own 80s uh, softcore comedy that. where I worked at the amusement park. Right. But there is a pecking order to that when I showed up and you apply. Mm-hmm. It's like all the tall, strapping blonde blondies yeah. and brunettes and redheads, whatever. You just got to be tall and strapping, male or female. Yep, with hair. You're you are the varsity squad. You you ride. You're you're in charge of the rides. You got wild thing. So you got honks and babes running the rides. They're like you're allowed. Okay, one, two, three. You look a little bit short. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. You know this guy's flirting with your mom. This Ugh. girl's flirting with your dad. Because they're the fucking aces. Yeah. And then the bottom tier is games. Go through I the back worked. door. Yeah. Because if you're middle and you work merch, right? Merch is your safe bet, because you're just selling fucking squish, you know, like grabbers with dinosaur heads and right. keychains and shit. Keychains that you squeeze you and go, the little you go poop hard comes games, out. Which I did, and that—that's the like, guess my age, weight, and serial number. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? But in- all the hunks you get, you get shuffled too. If you got the hunkiness, they're like, no, you should. You're in charge of Excalibur. You're yep. King Arthur. <laughs> but, I, but I think you got it better because at least you I see a different face, right? Like if you're in charge of Excalibur, it is so robotic. It sounds insane to me. Sounds like, yeah, you know, the, it's down to the minute and it's down to sure. the order. Boom. Minute up. Do to do down to the loop to loop. Come on in. All right, everybody, get You're out. A Wait to step out. You are. You but don't also, need to be there. Like, people can die. Yes. If it's not, if they look sick or too small or too big mm-hmm. or whatever, like you could die on a roller coaster, right? And that could be on my shoulders. Me running, break the plate. Like, <laughs> hey, break three plates, and I'll give you a Redskins football. <laughs> no one's dying. No <laughs> yeah, one's that's dying true. breaking a plastic plate. No one's dying doing a gimmicky ring toss where I give you a goldfish. So yeah, that's the thing too. You have to be somewhat on, right? To who 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 eight? Get those Kleenex boxes off your shoes. Ugh. Like, but that but that's what we know about humanity is no one actually gives a shit, right? Like, you could bring your infant daughter onto the ride, and that guy's gonna be like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, come on in, click, sure, just hold her tight. Don't let her go when you hit the loop de loop. Oh my god, because it's a fucking sixteen year old kid. Yeah, exactly. Know any better. Making at that time five twenty-five an hour. 
You can't even buy a popcorn yeah. and Coke. You can lord it over us nerds in the games department. Yeah, but you got again, you're right. You guys have it good. But you're, yeah, but again, also, I don't know what troll they put in the ELO ride. Great fucking cash. And I remember conversations about, like, people stealing fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could be prosecuted in court the amount of money some of these people were fucking stealing. Was this going like, in oh, the yeah, pants? Cool, it's a dollar. And they're like, because it was a machine where yeah. you would put the. De- the money in and then hit put the, the tank thing down yeah and knock it down so they'd be like yeah just put fucking something in there and then stop it and be like ah, it stopped so it doesn't work and then as long as you put the call in on the radio yeah, yeah my my money thing's too full it's too full like scrooge mcduck itch levels of yeah, yeah. yeah i got too much money in the call box yeah send the 21 year old to come clear my call box okay and then they're like, then you just pocket it in your apron. Until they come take the call box. Until they come take it. And then it's just another kid who's like, yeah, yeah, I opened your call. But yeah, yeah, I had too many, too many singles in there. Amazing. And then you're just like, you have a literal apron full of hundreds of dollars in cash. Oh, that sounds And like... unless you're an honest person, you can put it in your actual pocket. Because I was part of conversations with people like... They're going to question you if you want to steal. <laughs> I love Just that. say no. Because they're not allowed to search your pockets. They have to call the cops. They're going to question. Oh, when like when you leave, did you if steal? You or to, let's say like, let's say I was to say like, I'm going to run a game on the, the, the fair. Yeah. And just take $500 cash home with me. Yeah. In my socks or my <laughs> underwear. Right. They aren't allowed to search you. They have to ask you. Like, it is, like, literal, you know, it's the law. Like, right. hey, did you steal? No, I didn't steal. Hey, did you take cash out of there? No, I didn't take cash out of there. Gotta Can we search you? Iron no, you Constitution. Iron and they Constitution. have to, like, leave. Because you can't, you're still on the clock. Like, they can't, like, gulag you. Is that, did they so have. So there were dudes who would just be like, hey, man, I got a long weekend coming up. You know, like, you know, they <laughs> center themselves and just like steal and be like, I'm taking on Stalin. <laughs> They're going to question me for five hours, but I'm walking with 200 bucks cash <laughs> or whatever the fuck so it was much. to buy. Like, it wasn't, uh, it was, nothing was worth it. Right, right. Oh, man. So, but did they have somebody set at the door to ask on a daily or were they like, this dude guessing weight brought it's like it's literally it's, like pimps and hoes excuse they the knew excuse the term it's like little where young my money simps like me who are like i i chose games because i like games and right like this guy if he's gonna steal he's gonna steal like 20 bucks and he's gonna feel so bad about it he's not coming back he'll work he won't punch in for two hours and right. then punch in so he can make his his money back sure yeah it's like all the slick heels who are just the people I heard how to steal are the ones they were like, yeah, yeah, we're watching this guy. <laughs> of course they are. Uh, we can't, OSHA, we can't fire this person, but we know you're stealing and we're going to squeeze you and cut your hours. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I should work at a bar. Oh Except I'm God. 20. So you couldn't work at a bar. You know, it's just like roughnecks. Uh, everything about that makes me just even having that, like a, somebody come up like, hey, so, uh, let me tell you how to steal. I'd be like, oh, God, I already now I'm already implicated. 
No, that's thanks. what I was like. I'm I'm okay. Good. I'm good. And it was the guy who came to take the money. He was like, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it's on the inside. If a couple couple twenties fall off the truck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like uh, when I managed that place in uh, New York. I've mentioned on the pod, so I won't get into it, but it was way more intense where dude came to work and he was like, I think uh, my friends are going to come and rob the place and then we'll all split it afterwards. (laughs) And I mean armed robbery. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. But like he kept pressing, he kept pressing. I was like, this kid's. Thank God this kid is a terrible worker and is late all the time because he's going to get fired before he brings his renegades in. To it's my bring cousin. Their... Yeah. God. It's uh. his gun. He's got to bring it to rob us. <laughs> It'll be fine. I was you like, guys this... are fine. Trust uh, him. This is the start of like Gravesend, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh. Just this person who's just perpetually bleeding you're like we need to get them to a hospital and he's like no no no, we got to go to my cousin's house uh yeah all that get shit. him off the subway uh did you met uh you mentioned so you and i were talking about this yesterday kind of hard transition pretty hard how amazing and we talked about it last podcast mm-hmm. zapped the original Zapped, 1982. You were talking about softcore comedies. Let's do it, because let's talk about Zapped. Let's explain what Zapped is, because I got a quiz for you. Oh, my, my God. Quiz, Amazing. Uh, yeah, you, you want to fill them in. I think you're a little more informed on Zapped than me. But So we talked about last week there was a, a which Hans <laughs> coined in our conversation. I'm going to put it out here so it, all of you can trademark it for us. Softcore comedies. Oh, yeah. Which are just that late night stuff. Always boobs. Always gratuity. It's just gratuity. Just call it gratuitous. Oh, yeah. Just bras, panties, open. And so. Not a lot of bad language, by the way. No. It wasn't like vulgar. Yeah, no foul language. Just want to put that in there. Um, So there was a movie. Yeah, exactly. In the parlance of our. The patron saint of jerk practice, Al Bundy, Hooters. Yeah. Nothing but Hooters. So we mentioned a movie called Zapped, and it's starring Scott Bayo. and I. you'd sent me the link for the trailer, and I'd forgotten. What's his name? John Ames? Yeah, John Ames, yeah. Uh, who I looked into, prolific child, who basically has worked every day of his life since he was born in Hollywood. But he and Scott Bayo. Work together on Charles in Charge. Mm, yes. Post oh, yes. Um, so basically, Zapped is Scott uh, Bayo is a nerd. Are you sure? Is it is Willie Ames? Not Willie Ames. No, it's a uh, Barney. His name is Barney Bogsovich or something. Barney Barney Flagstaff, I think, or something. Barney like that. Flagstaff. Uh, so there are two characters: the nerd and then the horny kid, mm-hmm. as we will learn, is the those are the archetypes for our softcore comedies. Always. And so Scott Bayo, as the nerd, is doing a science experiment that goes awry, as mm-hmm. they are wont to do. Uh, in, in that science experiment, much like the Flash, he's yeah. given powers. Oh, he yes. Has powers. Great powers. And his powers are beautiful because they are all practical effects. Oh, so he, good. He is zapped. With two P's and an exclamation part, 
exclamation mark that looks like a lightning bolt. And he is able to move things with his mind. Is that telekinesis? Telepathy. Yes, it would be. Telekinesis. Telekinesis. Mm -hmm. Telepathy would be, I can read your mind. Telekinesis is, I can move it. Got it. So he moves beakers around, which quickly turns into lifting of skirts and ripping of of sweaters sweaters yeah like uh to uh, show uh a lacy lacy bodices and bras so that's scott bayo so i don't know how they're redeemed after the they mentally uh, molest these people in the movie because i don't recall how it ends i have to ask you because i don't recall either like so it starts and anybody can go i mean just go to youtube and watch the zap trailer just watch zap it has the audio at the end of the last episode our last episode but um after he gets his powers uh uh his buddy comes up to him after bayo gets his powers his buddy horny buddy comes up to him he's like i got it we're going to be rich. Like, where's the rich come in? He's like, we're going to make so much money. What what aspect is that? Like pinching butt cheeks? Like I don't that know. was I I agree with you. Like where is the money? Where does the money come from? Right. I guess this is pre girls gone wild. He's thinking, oh. my buddy with telekinesis is going to do a little hinky pinky. I get my cammy cammy. I think yeah. It's a little, you know, like um like prostitution was a little like too (laughs) cool in the 80s you know what i mean like for teenagers to be like here's the deal we'll just rent stacy out to our horny (laughs) nerds like or we'll put them behind a window and we'll take her clothes like it's like uh because they're teenagers by the way a huge chunk like because that is all porkies is yeah is a bunch of horny teens from the 50s who didn't die in Korea, go antagonize their friends and solicit prostitutes. So there is right. a lot of Risky that business, sort of right? like, I think my, you know, it was like, yeah, my dad served in Vietnam and uh, it's just part of growing up prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. My dad I... served in WW. Yeah, prostitutes. Ah, you went to Korea. Yeah, prostitutes. Think about... um. Think about that movie, Sixteen Candles, right? At the end, the jock or cool guy that ends up with Molly Ringwald, he, like, sells his drunk girlfriend to nerdy Anthony Michael Hall, like, to drive her home. And he's like, have some fun, buddy. Oh, God. Now, I will say, obviously, all of this is wildly inappropriate and, and timely. So I'm only coming from it, not coming from it from a showy view now. I'm coming sure, from yeah. it from the mind of young age. And like I said 10, this to you yesterday, putting it out there. When he zaps that uh, pink short. Uh, Heather Thomas is her name. Heather Thomas. What is that? What is that uh, fabric uh, that's made from uh, rabbit's fur? Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's the. She has the furriest pink sweater made from that 80s. Oh, like, yeah. It's made from baby rabbits for, I don't even know, but I know exactly what you're talking about because so many sitcoms were predicated upon buying the, the like, chinchilla right. sweater or whatever. 
And so again, young H, he zaps the sweater open and she's got a hot pink bra. And I was like, that just took me like it was like. Right. uh, It's like time warp. Yeah, it was like a pill, like an uptake pill, like all my serotonin (laughs) got released instantly. It's like an antidepressant and it like literally just it's like brain candy. It locked me into my favorite memory. It was crazy. And then even crazier is they're at a dance. Zaps her again. Full shirt and skirt comes off and she's wearing like a garter belt. Right. And like high cut out of time, (laughs) like completely out of time. There's no reason a woman in the 80s would be wearing that. Yes. Oh, man. So, yeah. This is written by a a 60 year old war veteran. Obviously. Crazy. But you and I had a good idea for a sequel. I'm calling it Zipped. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what we didn't tell people was that if you are to, if you have yet, like, please blow on the smoke that's on your fingers from typing, searching Zapped because we're talking about it. Disney remade Zapped. Yep. Yep. Starring one of their young starlets who is now a very talented woman adult woman zendaya so they Mm. remade disney remade zapped starring her to which we were riffing on if it was made the same way which yeah it should be called zipped it should be called zipped 1983 sequel switch the gender roles female and this is why it would never work because it's all practical effects (laughs) she's the nerd In the, in, I don't know who 1982 Lightning nerd strikes. would be. Elizabeth Shue, maybe. Um, yeah. Molly Ringwald's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali Sheedy, maybe. It's really good. Yeah, maybe. Uh, 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 I, yes, yes. Regardless, zipped. She gets mm-hmm. the telekinesis. Uh, her buddy, which will probably be played by, uh, uh, I don't know, who would, who would her friend be? Charlie Sheen. I don't know, for some reason, I feel like she'd have a male friend. Maybe not. Um, yeah, he's like you'd be kind of a pig. You yeah, need, you need the you need a pig. The, the motion of these movies is the piggishness of them. Sure. Are there any good eighties pig, horny eighties pig chicks though? There are. That's. I mean, I don't. It would have to be her mom. Yeah. Uh, or her God. aunt or horny yeah, aunt. Horny aunt gets into it. We'll keep it on the friend level. Regardless, <laughs> zipped. <laughs> She's got the power, but again, she's horny for dongs. So, gotta, bing, zip it out. You got the practical zip. effect. It's just the fishing, the fishing line. line. And it has to be all flaccid members. Just yank them out slowly, <laughs> kind of have to get around the flaps of the fly. And it could truly be the one of the most disgusting movies oh, ever made. It could be. Like, we were... We were sending texts, and I was just thinking about the practical comedy of it. And you could, if you had gotten the, the, the cutting edge, the greatest male porn star to do it, mm-hmm. you'd be hard pressed for him to be able to perform. If someone's just like, <laughs> like a marionette, just like pulling a fishing line to slither his little guy out of there, those oh, shorts, God. Oh yeah, yeah. Underneath, underneath the gym shorts, like underneath so perfect. the gym short. I was like, it's so gross. <laughs> uh, everything about it is gross, which just magnifies the difference which between the male and the female the bottle, female yeah. body. 
Yes, and that if you make that, that movie shot for shot, horny for lorny, sexy for sexy, mm-hmm. you would be forced to have a man's gene split, <laughs> and then <laughs> got like BV pink BVDs. Oh yeah, and then you got to work your little like wee 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 fishing line, just yanking his his right wounding out. out of his bangs, out of the butterfly of the BVDs. Um, and the bit of their buttons. There you go. We've just flipped it on its head. Make that exact for Zach remake. Show it and go Sea World. This is what this is what gender stereotyping does. World, here's a mirror. Look, here's a mirror. And everybody's like, I can't look at it. You're right. (laughs) You're right. And a cameo by Scott Baio with his old balls at the end. Just tuck them out. (laughs) Back but of the he's balls. the old wizard that gives her the powers. Oh yes, he gives her the recipe, Casey. Or he's gives... in his wheelchair, like Professor he's Xavier. In like <laughs> he's asked to too much. To use... <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. His hairy palms and his legs don't work anymore. What about somebody that zaps their own pants off, like to impress somebody? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, oh. Uh, I've had enough. Yeah, for those of you listening, you know that's a good idea. Uh, maybe a maybe for a idea. short. Maybe you entered in the Academy Awards short motion picture section. I don't know if you yeah. need an hour and a half yeah, yeah. of Zipped. But there it's was also bit. there was also a remake, though, or a sequel of Zapped, Casey, that came out in like 1991. <laughs> of course, yes. I, I, I'll have to send you the trailer. I didn't even watch the is trailer. It, is it Zapped again? It might be zapped again, but I don't think Scott Bayo's in it. Right. It's, it's someone, another TV star. You think Candace Bergen. It, <laughs> uh, I got another movie for you. And uh, mm-hmm. I got to put, and I won't talk about it if you don't want me to talk about it, but I'm going to put spoilers alert out there for everybody right now. Because mm-hmm. I might talk about, if you're down, please, please do. Home Sweet, Home Alone. Do you want to take my softcore comedy quiz? Oh, fuck. Yes, of course I do. Of course I do. No spoilers. Forget. Uh, And then we'll go and then we can go into it. I can give you a little review. Uh, I'll get a taste at the end. That way nobody will miss much of the episode if they don't want to listen. It was a dark and stormy yesterday. Mm -hmm. We got snow. It was cold. Oh, really? Um, So I decided to pour some gin in the old script bot. Nice. And see what he could what he could delve up, because we were talking about softcore comedies. The best. Some of these are real. Some of mm, these are fake. And wow. we will see if Hans Freiwald can sniff out the softcore or a big bore. Oh, wow. Good quiz already. I like it. All right. Get my notepad here. So we're starting off. We got a couple. Um, I'll read you the title, mm-hmm. and then all of these are beautifully painted. I will tell you, so you can get prep Visual. your mind, yeah, your little mind palace. All of these have beautiful posters, all oh. airbrushed, all on that faded, just like coffee stained looking white poster. They all. So, and then they all have like a delicious tagline. Would I be every a... single one of them written in like that neon font? Oh yeah, like it should be on the oh, side yeah. of the diner. 
Would I be a scumbum if someday when I have an office, those are the posters that adorn my wall? Not because they of the Chauvy, be. but because they're so perfect of their time. Oh, they're so good. They're so These posters em- are everything. Ugh. For just the little dirt bags that we were as children into all dirt bags. Yes, for everywhere. all time, these things are fantastic. Oh, I would fantastic. love a JP, our new JP image to be one of these posters, man. Just dirt bag airbrush. Oh. Well, you may get one because all, right. all of these are true and all of these are fake. Okay. You will decide, Hans. All right. Softcore all right. or big bore. Okay. All right. We're going to start the first one. I'll do, I will do the title. Mm-hmm. I will give you the little sizzle. Got it. That is on the poster. Yep. Description, and then I can describe the poster if you want. Okay. All right. First one's called Loose Screws. Mm -hmm. Tagline, more fun than you can shake your stick at. Mm -hmm. Okay. Brad, Steve, Hugh, and Marvin are four get-nowhere boys forced into a summer school at Coxwell Academy under the supervision of Principal Arsenault. The boys play a game where they earn points for every girl they score. Foiled at every turn by the unforgiving principal, the boys decide to go for the ultimate 100-point score. It's Professor Mona Lott, the new French teacher. And when they make their move is during the school's anniversary celebration. Gotcha. It's loose screws. Okay. If I were to go based just on the title, I'd say, of course, it's a it's a comedy score, uh, yeah. or it's it's soft core. But I need. To, uh, can you give me a box description here? A poster description. Poster description. Okay, so you got the two O's in loose mm-hmm. are the bosom <sighs> of the fleeting French teacher as the horny students chase. From a tiny, like, kind of creepy looking school. <sighs> and they're like, guy's got socks hanging off, his, like, you know, his hoodies flying off, jeans, oh, chasing man. this, like, oh, put upon French I can, teacher. I can picture who's the getting two caught O's. at, which is not, you should show me this movie. Should of be course, tinned, of course. All all of these are tinned. We all know that. The, but yes, I, the O's and screws and loose, loose are yeah. the boobs. I know that's from something, but I don't know if it's loose screws. Man, I can almost picture that title, but I don't, I think I'm getting mixed up with one thing with a, somebody who's got like a red halter top on. I'm going to say it's a big bore. It's a big bore? Man. Oh! This is a actual film. And as you, as we will come to find out, most of these, thanks to the, the 90s and the George Bush administration, Canada shits on us. A lot of these Chauvy movies come from fucking Canada. Oh, yeah. And this is one of them. Oh, yes. This is an off-brand sequel to uh, movies called, it's called Screwballs. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I would have gotten Screwballs. Horny for Legs, sure. a guy chasing her. It's very, mm-hmm. it's Porky's. It's Canadian Porky's. Uh, what, wasn't Porky's Canadian? It may have been Canadian, actually. I didn't do my research on Or maybe it's Meatballs. I forget. All right. So here we go. Movie two. Okay. Movie hmm. two. It's called Ball Bag. 
Okay. Tagline, some jobs take more than just balls. All right. Fresh from high school graduation, Shandy and her best friends take a summer job revitalizing a dilapidated minor league baseball team owned by her bedridden uncle. Mm-hmm. The only thing standing in the, in the way of the girl's stimulating ideas is Buck Corkscrew Shannon, a handsome, injure-prone gimmick pitcher. Shandy and co. must massage his ego, stroke attendance, oh and save the season and the summer. Ball bags. Ball bags. Ball bags. Uh, 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 poster, please. It, it's going to be, so, like, imagine the, like, with with a, uh, standing with a cane, like a classic dancer, like Fred Astaire. Oh, okay. So she's leaning on a baseball bat, bat like a cane. Yeah. Course. And then her two friends are next to her with the baseballs. Mm, my God. They look like softballs, honestly. Yeah. And then you got the you know the dilapidated park behind them. Oh my God! So she's what a like great... standing on it, like you know Fred Astaire. Sure, I can picture it. Yeah, that's yeah. You did well. I can picture that. Oh, I want this to be true so much. I want to watch these. I want to watch this movie. That's the thing about this. All of these movies. Are worth a watch, and this is and or need investment because they're. This is horny from the other side too. Yeah, so yeah I like yeah. that. Uh, which makes me skeptical. So I've got to say it's a big bore. Ah, you got it, honey. That was a JP or a JPOS. Again, right there. that's a shame because well, now somebody has to make it loosely based on a. One that I found, it was called like Gas Pump Girls. Yes, yes, yes. So I, know I had gas, like yes. half an idea, and then as I was combing through trying to find real ones, I saw Gas Pump Girls, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gender swap it from a guy to girls. But I was like, you could see that, like post, like Bad sure. News Bears. Oh, absolutely. Like a a group of girls like selling tickets, making it horny for horny. You can watch all of Gas Pump Girls, I think, on both YouTube and Amazon. And I clicked on Gas Pump Girls on Amazon because it came up under a Riff Tracks search. So I was like, oh, they Riff Tracks wow. it. But Amazing. I clicked it and it wasn't a Riff Tracks. And within two minutes, it was like, you know, the car wash, like flap things you go through to kind of dry oh, it. Yeah. So they weren't a... wait. They weren't car wash flaps. I'm telling you. I was like, oh my god. I was just like, that was more gratuitous. I was like, oh, this one's getting in the realm of like late seventies, like, like Russ Myers. Yes, like, yes. Yep. You're gonna masturbate in a movie theater <laughs> yeah, to this movie. Yeah, it was less ski school, more ski school triple X. Let's put it that way. More skeet <laughs> skeet school. Skeet school. Street school. Uh, All right. This next one is called Working Stiffs. Okay. It's hard to be the ghoul kid, is the tagline. Okay. Geeks Rennie and Gordy earn cash cleaning abandoned homes. Trash quickly becomes treasure in one creepy haunt when they discover a chest containing a Transylvanian teen. Mm. Comic books and cable TV could not prepare them for what happens next. Each abandoned house invites a new party and another chance to learn about love and life from the dead. What name name of it again? 
uh, working, working stiffs. stiffs. Again, watch this. So in you a got heartbeat. based on what uh, what I can see is you got two nerds. Mm-hmm. It's kind of house party ish. Yeah, they come to an abandoned, creepy what looks like L.A. You know, like right, classic sure. L.A. haunted house. Mm-hmm. Find a dead guy. And then just do rotating like house parties as he teaches them like it's cool. He's he an, very Encino, proto Encino. That's what I was thinking. Maybe you got it from. Is he an undead guy? Right. Yes, he he looks like your classic vampire wizard's curse. Like brings him back. No, what is I think it? just like Dracula's cousin hiding in a chest. Maybe mm, okay, chestnut coffin. That's interesting. What's the poster? So you got the house, like the front door. Yep. You got your two ner- your working stiffs under mm-hmm. that front door yep. looking. You got what would be the support for the porch. Looks like fangs. Oh, wow. And then in the window is like horny party pictures. You know, you got your like classic like, <laughs> like yeah. busty lady. Oh, One window party coming out. Kind of animal and then house the, like. Like sort of like Dracula-ish kid. Behind the house. Rennie and Gordy. Got it. I, I can picture the poster. Again, well done. So, you know, he's got, like, the one guy's got the Casio fucking headphones. I think. I think. That's just so out there. Big Boar. Gotta go Big Boar. Ah, <laughs> I want this one I want to make. This movie I, want I was going to gonna say it's so up your alley because it's classic monster movie like, plus softcore. It's amazing. I thought of the poster. I was like, this movie. Yeah, that's what I was is... thinking. With you, almost had me with the vampire because I was like, ooh, that shit's creative right there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hansi, you're two for one. Two for you one. got me. Two for two, three. Two boars. All right. Two for three. All right. We're moving on to the next one is called Recruits. Okay. You failed police academy, then you're their man. If you failed police academy, then you're their man. Okay. Uh, with two weeks to go, Sergeant Hardbutt has to clean up the crime in the streets before the governor arrives. Hardbutt is forced to supplement his overworked staff with civilian recruits. Love it. Who have schemes to use... Uh, to his distat his distat his disastrous ad- advantage. Disastrous advantage. Dis- his disastrous advantage. Okay. Recruits. Recruits. Right. It's Hard called butt. recruits. Uh, again. Sergeant Pla- Hardbutt. Got to well, clean up the streets before the governor arrives. Kind of a police academy style, obviously. Yes. Civilians. I mean, it's in the tagline. If you yeah. failed police academy, then you're 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 their man. Hard butt. That's not out of the realm of names in police academy. Uh, uh, poster, please. Could I have the poster? Uh, so you please? got front and center, legs spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, busty cop, busty lady cop, leaning forward. Mm-hmm. See down her shirt. Got the pistol. Got the hat. And then like a peacock behind her, or the rest. The, crew, the, recruits. the recruits, and then under her legs is, you know, your your crotchety hard butt. Yeah, yeah. Barking orders, and then the rest of the fools are behind her, 
stand front and center pistol. You got a font for me or anything like that? Uh, that blocky, like, classic yeah, okay. college sort okay. of cop kind of font. All right. All right. That's softcore. You, you got it, Hansi. Boom. Nice. Uh, actually, one of the descriptions that I found was just, uh, this is Canadian Police Academy. <laughs> That's what I was. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. Any <laughs> to which I, I had thought about using that as the tagline, and I was like, ah, that may be too big of a giveaway if I don't use their actual tagline. But I was just gonna say it's Canadian Police Academy. I wonder if I wonder where I would have went if you said it's Canadian Police Academy because that is beautiful. We made Canadian big. I, I know mean, that's why I should have just leaned in, but I was like, then I'm manipulating the source material. You know what's crazy? If I don't. Is if you told me Police Academy was Canadian Police Academy, I'd believe you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Nice. All right, here we go. So we got, we had loose screws, we had recruits, we had working stiffs, we uh, had ball, ball bags. bags. Now we're moving on to bootlegs. Mm hmm. Bootlegs. Bootlegs. Two words. Bootlegs. Yep. Short shorts, tall drinks, and long legs mm -hmm. is the tagline. When a honky-tonk kingpin is left with no male heir, he must court a hapless rich he must court hapless rich city slickers in hopes of saving his family's hard fought territories from enemy families. Investment isn't easy as he and his six savvy daughters use their ample amounts of moonshine and moxie to woo the wallet from a series of Wall Street weenies. Mm, like that last line. What's it? Oh, boot bootlegs, bootlegs. Boot All right. If I could have the poster in a sentence, please. Poster is would be like staring down the barrel, like a dance line. Mm -hmm. It's the arched legs in boots. Yeah, and sure. And then you got the the weenie at the back. So you're looking down the sex, the six sexy leg. Legs to mm -hmm. the person. Mm -hmm. All that sort of honky tonk Ooh, font. Legs. Yeah, sure. And then, of course, Wall Street makes zero sense in the whole scheme of things. Um, softcore. Oh, gotcha. Ah, that one is big bore. Oh, man. What a shame. What a yeah, shame. But I was like, that. the poster, I was like, I thought of the poster first. And I, I had bootlegs, or bootlegging. And I was like, nope, just get that row of legs and then some nerd at the back. Casey, you and I need to rob a, invent a time machine, <laughs> rob a bank, <laughs> rob a get bank. in the time machine, go back to 1982, buy a ton of cocaine, work our way into <laughs> just... Hollywood, and just make movies until we collapse. Oh, that's... This is the perfect point because we're halfway through the game mm -hmm. and I told Ash that I was like, yesterday I was like, I got an idea for tomorrow. I'm working on a quiz. Mm -hmm. And like I told you yesterday, it was snowing. It was nice. We played outside. We had a blast in the snow. Right. And I came to my office and had no lights on and was just sitting over my keyboard in the dark. And I was like, this is the perfect way to be doing this to because do it. Exactly. if i was watching these movies i would be constantly exactly looking that. over huh? my shoulder to mm -hmm. make sure that my mother didn't walk down the stairs mm. i was like that's how that's how you know you're doing something right 
because I was just and Ash was like, turn a light on in your office, you weirdo. And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. It needs to be dark. You know what is interesting? After dark. Uh, yeah, you're up all night in the day because you're a dad. Um, <laughs> uh, what's interesting about a softcore comedy? Now I'm whispering. What's interesting about a softcore right, comedy is uh, I feel like I've had the experience of hearing the heavy footsteps and watching uh, a softcore nomedy, like just a regular softcore yeah. porn or porn or whatever. Be like, ah, scramble to shut it off. But what's worse is if you're like watching like a softcore comedy, but your your mom's downstairs doing laundry or something. You're like, ah, it's you know, I don't know it, but it's already been, it's already all that, those shots are passed. And then what are you yeah. watching? Oh, you know, Ski Patrol or whatever. And then it gets Randy at like you know the hot yeah, tub, and you're just like, kind of keeping an eye on because she knows it's a comedy. She knows it's on USA, but then you have to be like. Now, how do I make an excuse to change the channel <laughs> and not say, how be do you like change a freak? The channel and not feel guilty. Yeah, be a creep. To like, Ugh. I guess I'm watching Nickelodeon. Right. Ugh. Um. Yeah. In the dark, like creep. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, by by, you know, monitor light, creating the the dream movies. That's what I thought yesterday. I was like, if fucking only. It wouldn't even take a lot of money. A couple thousand bucks could knock out. Oh, could make absolutely. A ball bag. Well, you got again. You got to get the ball bags for it. Again, we got to reverse genders. We're in twenty twenty one. I will say this. I want to get it out there before. There's something so ski school, classic, horny. Oh yeah, it was a, on the list that I found. Uh, Canadian, I'm sure. Uh, softcore comedy. The thing that throws your brain for a loop, and I know it it either did or it would do this for you, Casey, because you're such a fan of Ghostbusters, the lead pervert in that movie is the kid from the beginning of Ghostbusters that uh, Bill Murray Vankman keeps electrocuting. Oh, So, the, uh. so he's got a bit part in Ghostbusters, but it's so memorable but then to see him as the leading man, quote unquote, you're just like, I, this is, a, it's, I this is very off putting. If he's the lead pervert, I can't, I don't know if I can do it. And it was back in the day, softcore comedy where lead pervert could still be your lead you could go man. Like you could be the lead Bill Murray. You're the next Bill Murray. Well, he's got, he has the change. He has the, what is it? Anastasis or whatever. He has the switch where he like gets the girl. Cause he like stops being perverted for two seconds. So he is your <laughs> hero as well, but right. he's sniffing panties in the first two seconds of the, <laughs> the movie. Time. You know? Oh God. She's like, Oh, you stopped sniffing my panties. Do you want to get married? He's <laughs> right. Like, Great. What? All right. All right. Just wanted to put right, that we're out. We're diving there. back in. Right back into the panty bin. Okay. With a little movie we'd like to call State Park. State Park. Okay. Tagline Given nature a bad name. Mm. An evil businessman wants to build a pesticide factory next to an old state park with secret plans to dump toxic waste into the area. The villain's biggest problem is a local male protester who dresses in a bear costume and does everything he can to prevent the eco-disaster. Meanwhile, 
different teens with different stories get their lives crossed as they attempt to help save the park. Are we talking like camp counselor situation? Like, are they, is it a summer camp? Uh, I think some of it is summer camp related. It seems to me that based, and I'll describe the poster to you. Yeah. Is, so it's state park, kind of balloonish, bosomy mm. looking reddish font with the, yeah. you know, the little highlight on the corners. Oh, yeah. Um, and front and center is a blonde woman in a pink bikini running first safety for her life <laughs> and behind her is clearly a man in a bear costume with a with a baseball hat okay oh yeah right like a bear costume chasing her and then trailing behind the bear is again like with all of these posters a boot socks shoes like that type of thing leading to like you know like a little pup tent camp gotcha so based on what i could see because some of these movies you can get the trailer for and right. some you can't. And sure. the ones you can get the trailer for are well worth your two and a half minutes. To oh, yeah. So this one didn't have a trailer, but I think he is just. It seems to me like he's like Jason, but nice. Hmm. So you okay. got horny teenagers like fornicating in the woods. And then you got a guy in a bear suit trying to save a park. But he's so they like out join the his cause. Ah, uh, I gotcha. That's real weird. That's real, real weird. Uh, it's so weird that it's a soft core. It is 100% uh, oh, real. And fuck. it's Canadian. And a can, it's as Canadian as John Candy. State Park. Wow. I, I thought I'd get you because of the fucking Jason. Bear it's insane. It's an insane it's thing. It's madness. Uh, there's not a trailer, but is there like, can you see a clip or there something like on YouTube? There are stills on IMDb. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Um, but no, I was like, oh, all of the descriptions, I was like, the evil plant. And then they're like, not only are they evil, they want to dump pesticides. But yeah, sounds like a winner. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see a bare bosom, so take it, take it or leave it. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, next one is called Skidmark. Of course, the intersection of Park Avenue and Skid Row will always leave its mark. Three prep school wallflowers hop a train for a wild weekend in the Big Apple. Under the guidance of a distant black sheep cousin, the friends find themselves, uh, in a wonderful world. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I screwed up. Uh, Find themselves in the wonderful world of the city. Okay. Uh, a poster, please. Uh, it's gonna. It's got the subway train like rocking mm-hmm. in, and you got your like what I assume is the rest of the movie, like the the gang people and the hobos all clamoring on the subway, and you got the three eighties nerdy friends, and then the like cool cousin. Trying to keep keep it together, keep that runway train together, runaway train together. So this is a big bore, and I'll tell you why. Because Skid Row is L.A. and not New York, <laughs> uh, and I gotta even give a Canadian enough credit for that. Uh, what do you think? Uh, you got it. It's yeah. a big bore. They can't. They don't have the money to shoot 
maybe they'd shoot I had in Toronto. Skid mark. I was like, I was toying with like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde sort of like I'm a nerd than the band. Like I take the pers- like gem and the misfits. Type right. Thing. Wait, was his name Mark? I, no, I was just like, it's going to leave a mark. Skid oh, mark. it's a good character, though. Skid Mark got lost in translation. All right, here we go. I think we got... Where are we at? You're clearly winning the game. We got one left. Ooh, this okay. One's called jo- this one's called Joysticks. Oh. 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 Sorry. It's a softcore. It. It's a softcore. <laughs> it totally is. It's fucking amazing. I've never seen it. I was just like, Casey, the poster is beautiful. The trailer is even more beautiful. Forget the trailer. Casey, this one's worth your hour... 20 or what this one is magnificent it's horrendous and gratu- it is gratuitous to the max like and it makes zero sense like these oh, yeah. jodan hor- baker's in it yeah like this guy like jodan baker like his son's like arcade is going out of business so he has to like hire some horny ch- it's amazing like a punk like a punk and hit her his goons, which are women. Oh my god, it's so uh, if good. you haven't seen the trailer, the trailer's amazing because yeah. that was also like that could also be joy work for us is you watch the trailer for joysticks. Uh-huh. The cover is amazing. So you got your classic arcade cabinet. Mm-hmm. Two women in short shorts, like Daisy Dukes, standing akimbo you know like playing with the joystick and then where the coins would go is just a like a fat slob looking out going like oh yeah oh it's so good oh Um, man but the trailer has this fucking song which i was like it's the most jerk practicey thing because it's just like video games yeah 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 video games getting it done video games yeah Oh, no. No? Okay. I know. You've heard enough of this. These fake movies. <laughs> uh, but no, that was, I was like, our joy work is writing really shitty. Oh, tell Ash happy birthday for me. I know it's belated, but. Hatsi says belated happy birthday. I know I sent her a message, but. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you that story. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) I was making this quiz begs to differ. Yeah, no, basically she's just telling me I made a joke earlier was like, oh, Harvey, mommy's going to go and you're going to stay with daddy. You're not going to go. And she was like, she's like, they went and I was like, I'm making a joke. And she went, you're not funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I hear. hear, Yeah, you're, you're right. Let me go back to my soft core quiz and I'll prove to you that I'm funny. Uh, Ruby has a book that's just the lyrics, uh, illustrated of Cat Yusef Cat Stevens' Peace Train. And so you oh, read it, nice. yeah. but if you hear the song, it's just like, Glide on the Peace Train. We gotta yeah. head on the Peace Train. And I was just like, yeah. she's just like, you need to stop and say it yeah. normal. <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> okay. like, you haven't heard the All way right. he sings it. Get on the fart train, Dad. <laughs> It's the peace train or the fun train. Yes. Uh, amazing quiz. Joysticks. Working. I love it. So, 
You crushed it. You got it. Joysticks. I saved joysticks for last because I was hoping you hadn't. You had no idea of it. Oh, I mean. But joysticks was basically what, when I decided I was going to do the quiz after Gas Pump Girls, because I was like, he's going to know, like, the porno ones. Because (laughs) if you check my Google history, I was like, because I I searched softcore comedy. Oh, right. Like, see if it's a thing or if someone's written a blog post about it. It's not. But then I <laughs> I clicked on an IMDb for cheesy softcore romps, which was hilarious. But I was like, he's going to know their fake porno, fakey porno. Gotcha. Which is its own thing. To, it's its own rabbit hole to go down. Like, the hills have thighs. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. The devil yeah, yeah. wears nada. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. The bear, bear wench project, and oh, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite, because it deserves to be on the bottom, but it's probably because it's the best, is number thirty-two on the list after the three bear wench projects is Monster of the Nudist Colony. Amazing. <laughs> and I'll read you the description. I was like, this is great. I was like, I am not even going to steal this for a fake one. Mr. Hammer, a private detective, is hired to find a monster terrorizing a nudist colony, and his wife is very eager to join him. Of course. That is amazing. No. No, no throw mama amazing. on the main vein? No, too too deep of a reference. Yeah. Only the truest of bluest of nerds would get that one. Uh do you wanna do you want a spoiler review? Yes, please give bring me because you watched for Christmas. I can bring season. it home. Spoilers for anybody there. This is probably how we're closing it out. So just a heads up. Go watch the movie if you wish. I gotta tell you, <laughs> but you won't. Uh, and then you can come back and listen to this or, or do what you want. Home sweet home alone. Available on Disney Plus anniversary. I think I gotta say, case I think based on watching it. If it's coming out in the theater, it's coming out for 3D based on some of the effects. So I think that's oh, why they're getting some get... cheesy, like in your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, like a yeah. Hammer or a jack. Oh, perhaps. So if you can tell by my. Is this in the Home Alone U? Oh, yeah. H-A-U? This is, this this is there. This is, uh, this is the same universe. It's not a remake, although. Like, literally, some of the lines are verbatim. So, how they turn it, switch it real quick, is Kevin McAllister uh, is now a young English chap. All right? (laughs) Of course. Why not? We'll Uh, give it to an American? So he's work, man. He's he's a mix. He's got an English mom and an American dad. Um, But right off the bat, he's like an asshole. Not, like, getting his buttons pushed, you know, like the way Kevin did by, like, all his family. He's just, like, mean to his mom, and he doesn't want to do stuff. And I'm like, ah, this kid's very unlikable right off the bat. He ends up, uh, I I don't want to, like, give the whole thing, but the premise, basically. Do, do. He he ends up at an open house because he has to use the bathroom and he can't hold it. So she's like, let's go to this open house where this couple, played by... um, Rob Delaney and is what, it Amy and Amy Kemper? Yeah, uh, from the office. Yeah, Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. Um, Ellie Kemper. 
And they are trying to sell their house because they're going broke. And he goes in to use the bathroom, but he like starts like snooping around and he runs into the guy and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, nice to meet you, kid. And he's got a he's like nice dolls. And this guy has a bin of vintage dolls. And he's like, well, they're my mom's dolls. And he picks one up and it's got an upside down head on it. He's like, that's an ugly boy. He's like, all right, buddy, these are my mom's dolls. And there's a case of like, like, um, big boy orange sodas next to the. What? <laughs> I'm trying to get it to you. There's a case of orange <laughs> sodas next to the closet. And the kid is like, can I, I have big bore on this one? Can I have an orange soda? And he's like, there's too much sugar in it for you. To which his mom comes up and is like, I'm sorry he was bothering you. And they leave. And then you hear Rob Delaney. So apparently Disney pays by the word when it comes to scripts. <laughs> it's bonkers. So, all right. So the, you end up seeing Split, right? So this couple trying to sell their house is like upset because it's where they raise their family. They want to keep it. But he lost his job in tech and she can't afford no. it. And then they go back and it's classic uh home alone the english kid goes back to the really nice house and the the house is yeah. full because the whole family's going to tokyo no explanation why you see all the family why but not? you don't get any bit of no like, buzz no creepy uncle you don't get any character from anybody the creepy uncle is played by pete holmes who has a couple funny lines he's not sure, creepy sure. or mean he's just like aloof all right uh kid gets annoyed by the family so he goes to watch a movie in the car and falls asleep and they go to tokyo <laughs> that's when cpa shows up you're right your kid slept in a car in the garage i was thinking the same thing meg was like can he watch that tv in the car with the out the car on i was like that might be a bad it's message a Tesla. To send. it's charging you can yeah. watch it uh in the meantime as this happens the guy of the couple that's selling the house he goes online and realizes one of these old dolls was a mismade doll with an upside down head and it's worth two hundred thousand dollars so he goes to the doll bin dolls missing it must have been that english kid oh come on so they got to get the doll back so So that's the crooks they're not crooks into his house to steal a stupid crook you got to be a crook through and through, otherwise, I called, I called, no, so, I called soft bore. Same, same. You get a little buzz because buzz runs, like, the neighborhood security is like a cop, but when they he's find- He's not even a real cop? He's just like a fucking I, He might be guy. a real cop because his brother owns, Kevin McAllister is like, has a conglomerate and he runs McAllister Ew. security systems. So but that's all you get. Own- all you get is a He's sign. Private. Ew, gross. I call ew gross because that means these people live in such a fucking gated community. Mm-hmm. They don't even trust the cops. No. They have to hire their own fake cops, which is Buzz. Well, Buzz lets him go because he says every year on Christmas, his brother, Kevin, calls in a fake prank to the cops saying some kids left home alone. So he's like, ah, well, that's just no a way. joke when the mom calls from Tokyo. You have nothing invested in any of these people. It's such a shame. Give but, the fucking, I like the Kevin McAllister security. 
I think that's a fun nod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the fucking fake call. Also, they need to be crooks. Yeah. They need to be like fucking crooks. You can't just be like, I need to steal my doll back. The doll is a little thin. That connection and is so And the upside so down doll. Thin. It's a reference to the fucking stamp with the upside down plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, did you just Google misprints? And you're like, I don't know. Doll's head's upside fucking down. Like <sighs> so they think the kids- Steal a comic t- book. I don't know. It lays- you know, it lays, so he finds him because they lay all the exposition down in front of him when the mom comes and she's like, Tony Benjamin Yates, you come with me right now. So he remembers the name, right? And then yeah. hears that they're going to Tokyo. So he's like, they're out of town. So they break in. Of course, the hijinks, they try and do it. And, you know, you have all like the pranks with the eight balls and the Legos and all that stuff. But the yeah. best one, the best case in this is when I was like, guys, I just... How'd you miss the mark? We all love Home Alone. You got a golden ticket here. You got a golden ticket. All right? Why did it go like this? But she's trying to put... Ellie Kemper's trying to push Rob Delaney. And they're they're great, by the way. This is nothing against yeah. the actors or... It just didn't come together. You're uh, no and I, and I want it... By the way, I'm not a guy that says, Home Alone's perfect. How dare you touch it? I wanted this to be so good. Sure, of course. Uh, classic, Casey. I was just like... Casey's gonna love this part. She's trying to push him over a brick wall. All right. Yep. Trying to lift him by the foot, and then she's got him by the buns. What do you think yep. happens? She's trying to push him right over. Rip, rips one tootie. Biggest, juiciest <laughs> fart right in her face. To like, we shouldn't have had chili for dinner. <laughs> to she falls and rips his pants off to classic comedy polka dot boxer shorts. <laughs> And I was just like, that's the end. That's the end of it for me. You cannot have this. This is absolutely bonkers. Like, I get it. Like, as a creative person and a person who writes near, we wrote sketches, we write stories. Like, we are both, you and I are storytellers. Mm -hmm. And, like, I do that where I put, to not stymie myself, I put a a bad gag or a a bit a refer a referential bit like farts in face rips pants right i put it there because i know there's a beat that needs to go there that feels like that bit mm-hmm. i don't ever keep that bit right i don't ever like you're like oh cool the his face melts off like uh fucking uh, uh ark of the covenant sure indiana jones and you're like you put it there because you want something that feels like that and then you you you, you zhuzh it Give it a little moxie. A little taste, yeah. Shit on it. You're like, nah, his pants fall off, polka dots, green fart cloud, her mouth's uh, open. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it ha- it gets so wrapped up so quick, you get no... It just, it just like, starts, and it's over, and it Do they go was to just jail? flat. Do they go to real jail like the crooks? Here you go, Casey. Slap on the wrist? It like, ends with them... That, finally stopping because they see his full pocket of the jacket he was wearing and they think the doll's in there the whole time so they're trying to get the jacket but what's in that pocket casey big old can of orange soda because he stole the soda soda. didn't steal the doll there's a whole side story where they have a shitty nephew that steals a doll that's staying with them for christmas of what? course they do, because you need to fucking button that up. Like, <laughs> right. Make him shitty. Make him steal the doll, because then you know what? He'll learn something when he returns the doll. 
the uh, he didn't even commit to him being a fucking shit heel. He, but he's shitty. Like the kid is unfortunately like a pretty nasty kid. He goes to church and he ends up like telling a fake Farting? story. Kevin gives like Home Alone two. Kevin gives like the last money he has to that toy store. This kid takes yeah. something from the toy donation box because the lady thinks that his parents are dead. He gets like a, he gets a water pistol. See, there you go. Doesn't work. I will say that Kevin is a fucking butthole, but that's the whole point. He learns because I was a butthole. Yeah, there's a lesson there. Families are hard. I actually love my mom. Casey, these two don't do time. By the time they finally catch this kid, they realize he's home alone, so they take him home with him until his mother can get to him safely, and then cut screen one year later that's they're all having dinner they're all having that's dinner that's the scariest thing i've ever <laughs> isn't heard it isn't that so much if worse? i accidentally in real in reality if ash and i went on a trip to tokyo and i forgot my luggage because harvey climbed into it and i was right. like oh that dumb cat of ours yeah i would rather harvey live alone in this house than to have our creepy neighbors go like no you're fine live with us Ugh. But the mom is none the upset when she shows up and again, oh, yes, man. sideswipe one year later. If we re edited the actual Home Alone and just had Harry and Marv live with a kid? Oh yeah. Like take him home with them when they realize they'd he's go home to alone? jail for twice as long. <laughs> right. They wouldn't be breaking out of the max security they'd be put in they'd send them down to where the sodomites yeah yeah chemical castrates at least they were like crooks and it was like so wait you broke into a house and then lived with the kid it's too yeah, yeah we live with him it's too as man loose. and man husband we're, and husband if they had a two hundred thousand dollar commodity orange juice future if they had a two hundred thousand dollar item and they had the name of somebody that took it you could just call the and they'd knock on the door. See, don't if you're call a, Buzz. Yeah, skip Buzz. Call Chicago PD. Get them on the case. If you're a sticky bandit, you don't do that because you're a crook. Yeah, you course. don't have a second means. That's that slippery slope. You you've committed to your crim- criminality. Mm-hmm. You got no recourse. I cannot. I will agree with you the one review I read. Can't be a good guy. That's what I'm saying. Like they That's don't. What they you want. gotta be a crook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta be a fucking crook. And if you that, which is fine because sometimes we're all forced to do things. Criminality. You yep. learn from your mistake. Everybody learns. Harry and Marv. I don't know. I didn't see three French Stewart. Maybe was shared a cell with them. <laughs> and they're oh, yeah, all. French they're both Stewart. Buddhists now or Muslims and. Uh. <laughs> He kicked it to French Stewart, and they're like, like, oh, sticky bandits. Or, I don't know. Give me, give JP six issues of a comic, and we're going to write fucking Harry and Marvin Jail. Oh, my God. And we're going to tie everything together. French Stewart's there. Holy shit. Like, a a comic side shoot, just like droids from Star Wars, but it's sticky bandits? Sticky bandits. Oh my god. Where are they now? Limited arc? What were they like in prison? Did they turn it around? Did they go to AA? You know? Exactly. Do they have like, sponsors? is now like in the Brotherhood. Like he's a, <laughs> like, a devout Muslim. Oh man. Little that Marv. is amazing. That's good. He's still got that scar? Because that's what oh, he was of course. at. 
Oh, that's good. Covers the, the scars of his life. Oh, this we're going to win an Oscar. Again. How many Oscars? I don't have enough shelf yeah, space. Yeah, we don't have Oscars enough, let win. alone Critics' Choice. Which because again, what was it last week? They're going to give us the for writing. Oh, yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> we're going to get the fucking Nobel Prize for writing an Oscar winning Steven Seagal. That's right. Uh, I had to go to Rotten Tomatoes to check this out to see if I was crazy. To make sure I wasn't being... Again, I'm not going to shit on somebody's art. I know you all heard oh, that I was... But if somebody got a movie made, God bless them. That's the That's hardest thing ever and to do. paid for... Like, a lot of people got to eat because Ra- Writing a script is hard. Taking on a piece of beloved property is hard. I get it. Could I have done a better job? Who knows? It doesn't matter. I Unless I get a time machine and a bag of cocaine, I won't know. <laughs> right, <we're> t- all right? <laughs> right, you're not going to guess. So... Uh, and 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 it's 1982 when I write home home with a bone. You know what I mean. Um, uh, what was I gonna? It's the guy in a dog suit who has to pretend to be a horny dog. Uh, oh fuck! I lost my train of thought. Where was I going? Home alone. Oh, I had to go to Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not crazy. Yeah. At the time, it had an 18. percent Had a smush green. It had a Rotten yeah. Tomato. But the best review I read, just two words: nobody's home. <laughs> which sucks for the people involved obviously but it was bad it was really bad sorry you're under the canopy you're in the you're in the house of the mouse they got you you're taken care of Maybe. yeah that's I true i don't fucking know I like don't... you didn't you didn't foot you didn't put your your uh your childhood home up ad, ad hoc right to make it the way they mm-hmm. made texas chainsaw massacre sure or halloween or right. any number of other like bootstrapper famous do the right thing. Like, you were like uh, home alone again. I don't know. Sleepy home night alone. I don't. I don't. They just. I'm gonna keep talking until you stick a check in my mouth, and they, then I'll bring something to you. I think the shame is they finally got the budget and the re uh, the what did you call it? Millennial nostalgia. What is that again? Oh yeah, the yeah. It's the. Uh, I mean, it nostalgia be, millennials just, or whatever, because we're geriatric millennials. Geriatric so millennial, you, you finally got juice that the thing. heat and the budget to match again. Home Alone didn't necessarily have the budget. Home Alone Two was good; they had a huge budget. Home Alone Three and Four just cash grabs. This Correct. one, you got a big budget again. You had the money to get original people back there. You had the push and the pull again, a House of the Mouse to get people involved. You just. You just miss the mark. It's like National Lampoon's Family Vacation. Mm-hmm. Miss the mark. You get like to me. These are like this is the chest. This is this is um, One-Eyed Willie's gold, man. <laughs> exactly. Like, how no. do you not treat it with the type of reverence? But you know what? For all I know, they did, they and care. it got studio noted to oblivion. You know, we need a fart in the mouth here. I know. Just a, give me a. a Hans, split your pants to your polka dots and just fart into the mic. Because, no, you're right. Like, no one's going to do it like it. <laughs> Which is so funny because I guess maybe it's just us. Like, that is something I love. It deserves justice. Mm. I right. think it doesn't, it deserves to be what it is. Yeah. And we're not wrong for demanding if you're going to do it again, it should be good. Right. So just don't do it fuck it like you don't need to like but again it's like hi i'm in my cubicle 
And Hansi, you're next to me, and I'm sitting on a bunch of blue chips. IP. I got, I'm like, Hansi, I'm stuck with fucking Home Alone. It's almost Christmas. What the fuck am I going to do, Hans? Hans! We'll fucking, hammer it out. Uh, let's just, I, uh, Home Alone again? Casey, don't get up until you're numb. (laughs) Exactly. And you're just like, we're smoking cigarettes and fucking drinking gin out of a fucking paper cups. Just like, can you find a college kid who can make me a Home Alone? But I bet I'd look already. Just to keep my job for another quarter. It's probably, for all I know, it's probably grossed half a billion dollars worldwide already. So. Here's my thing is like if someone somewhere can prove any number of people bought a Disney Plus subscription because of uh they click the home alone again button. Hey man, uh I'm good for a while. There you go. So like, oh Hansi, you and Case? Home Alone again? We got a hundred thousand clicks on it. And it's just a click to get off of it, but you're like, hey, I got the paperwork here. People are buying Disney click, Plus. Click. Because of us. Not Jungle Cruise, my well, man. <laughs> exactly. They saw that in the theater. You got to come here to see Home Alone again. You got to come to meet us at the door. They did. We're the did. gatekeepers. Oh, man. Yeah. So. Oh, man. We need to let us be some snivelling bootlickers somewhere. We got you. Happy holidays, you filthy animals. <laughs> oh, I hope. Yeah, we got to have. We we already talked about it, but Henning, you got to come back. We got to contact Henning and get him out here. He's a Home Alone junkie, and yeah. Henning's like a few Sandler flicks that have been questionable. So I got to see what we need a real review from a real Home Alone proper, proper, yeah, from, yeah. Actually, he's uh, seen the house. He t- rode his bike to the house. Fuck yes, we got to reach out to him. He visited ASAP. The He's definitely oh, seen it, right? Oh man, Henning! I'm sure he forced his his lovely children to watch it with him, and they're like, "Come on, Henning! We don't even like Home Alone." <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, every family gathering." You know what? I don't want to kick something down without picking it up. Uh, Ruby, a lot of laughs for some of the slapstick, some good uh, and some good um, classic uh, stuntman work. Got to give it up for that. A lot of ice, a lot of ice slips. A lot of stepping on pins. Except recently, for Ashley's birthday, I got the complete Twin Peaks collection. And and then I got Firewalk with me, so we're watching the the first two seasons, and we're going to watch the movie, and then watch season three. And it's on, because it's Twin Peaks. It's David Lynch. It's not, you know, you can have it on. It's basically a soap opera. Sure. A really awesome soap opera, but it's a soap opera. And she doesn't really, like, key into it at all. Except mm. for, like, two nights ago. It's, like, the penultimate episode. It's building up to the story. And because it was an episode that David Lynch directed, it's supremely cool and really fucking weird and creepy. And she would not... She couldn't be t- teared away from the screen. Oh, Yeah. And I was like, pause, we got to pause. Like, we'll pause, we'll go play, we're going to go do something else, somewhere else. And then Ash and I can come back, and every time I hit play, she was back. Scoop back right there. Chin on chin on hands, watch it. And, I, and it's the scariest, hmm. weirdest scene. 
And it's just this like vicious attack done in that David Lynch where it switches between reality and then like this really sort of fake TV reality. And she was fucking mesmerized. She can't watch this. This is actually really frightening. Really fucked up. And she just loved it. She fucking loved it. Yeah, then she won't be affected by it. Time for bed. I had that with that postmodern art book I was looking through with her with it. And, you know, of course, you turn away for two seconds and she turns it and you're just like, whoa, hey. you know, it's like like I showed you is like a mattress oh, with the, like anatomy the dildo futon. And yeah. she's just like, what? and so I, where's that soup can? Where's that soup can? <laughs> and of course, as soon as you react like that, they're like, hey, 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 something was power. good that I missed. So this let's go back to whatever is giving you the sweat. The Don not shivers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, you know, let's let's see how we, let's how, let's see how we they come up. If they're uh, if we're doing anything right, they'll be giving each other softcore comedy quizzes in 2050 yeah. as they fight for water. Well, you know what? Let's fight each other in they'll, the ring for water. They'll do us one better, and they'll be making them. Yes, I hope so. Yes, let's teach our kids to create. Going through decrepit dad dad's files. I hope. I guess I can make this. I hope everyone out ninety nine percent point nine percent of the world are in the water wars, and Harvey and Ruby are like again <laughs> smoking cigarettes, pencil behind the ear. They're like, all right, they've already done ski school. We've already seen roller derbies. What about lacrosse? Just says bosoms. <laughs> right. Exclamation point! Oh my god! How can I visually convey? Uh, yeah, we'll do it. Stub that cigarette out. <laughs> oh man, here's Just hoping. Those big slacks with the suspenders, and then they hop on a hoverboard and go to their their floating palatial estates. Go to whatever that uh, noir uh, writers bar on the corner is, with all the journalists <laughs> yeah. and detectives. What are you guys up to? Hard case? Yeah, ski school two hundred. Yeah. Working on a movie called Skid Marks. Is his name Mark? No, you know, like it left a mark. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's good. What do we? What about we do both? <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Well, well, I, yeah, we I, love I, you all. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do you about can it. Do about it. But you got some things to chew on. I think. I know, folks. I think they got. Think, dream, dream sweet, and a lot of trailers dreams. to watch. Casey, I'd highly oh. recommend uh, Joysticks for sure. Oh. Home the Sweet movie, Alone with Harvey. Movie. Yeah, I think so. I think it, you are gonna just—it's gonna floor—it's gonna floor you. Joysticks is going to you and Ash need to watch it together. Obviously, you will be. I am a blown little away. disappointed that you've seen it because I was super excited that it existed. But yeah. I'm glad you have seen it because you can. I read some of the, the the facts on it, and they were like, yeah, um, they wanted to use Pac-Man, but the company was like, um, no. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you not. are not allowed. So they invented a fake Pac-Man game. Sure, of course. With buttons. I was like, it's just Jodan Baker just being a, a curmudgeon. Oh, um, man. Sign me up. And it's that classic beginning of, like, the nerdiest nerd, like, still has, right. like, it's some- hunk. Yeah. Fat slob and then nerd. Yep. It's like it's the holy trinity of softcore. And they all have an odd sway over 
busty 80s women. It's very strange. <laughs> like, right off the jump. It's that strange magic, man. We jerk, all wish we had it. Jerk sticks. That might be zapped. Either jerk sticks or zipped. <laughs> jerk sticks. <laughs> zipped. I'm going with zipped. I like zipped, too. Zipped has got too many good practical effects. Boop. Just that slow zipper Just with that loud sound effect going down. Pulling a man's pants down as you have to stand there as someone uses like a <laughs> effect of like, oh, oh, my pants. <laughs> oh, oh. Man, that's good. So good. I like gene splits. That's good. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Keen eyes, quick hands, energize my soul again. My name and lights Late with my joystick Wiggle left Jerk it right Sucking everything inside Shoot fast Shoot straight Video to the 